This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. <laughs> what a beautiful Sunday morning. As the downpour stopped, so you were able to make it. Glory to God. <laughs> I hate Sunday morning rain. But Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you said this morning? Glory to God. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. So again, I'm going to depend on Pastor Joshua in 20 minutes time to stop me. The last 30 minutes before the third service, the pastors are going to stand here and they're going to minister to people. Just tell them that was what the Spirit of God said to me. Yes, so it's not my job this morning. They are the ones ministering. There is nothing. People will be healed and transformed and taught today. But the greatest miracles will be for families, like we said last week. I just see people being lifted. Turning points. Direction changing. People moving, a kind of linear motion, but now speed going upward. That's what the Lord is doing. Some of you just need to walk up there and tell them to agree with you on something. A deal you are expecting, a property you are trying to buy, whatever, they will speak a word in one minute, in 10 seconds. You are gone. But then you walk out of this place and you are experiencing the miracle power of God. God is real. The power of the Holy Spirit is real. Hallelujah. God bless you today. You can have your seat. So I'm going to speak very briefly. Lord, help me to rush where we stop for service. So we started talking about, or I just continued what we started last week, that our Christians open doors for the enemy to come in. And last week we spoke about the words that you speak can bring Satan in. And then we spoke about disobeying God. And then we spoke about the third one. But today... I'm adding one to it, and which is very important. I think I began talking about it last week. Association. People you bring into your life are objects. But it's likely I will not go so much into objects today because I'm starting with people. And I, there is a scripture that is guiding us in New Testament. The Bible says, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 22. Let's read again, 21. 1 Timothy 5, 21. The Bible says, Lay hands suddenly on no man. I charge thee before God. Oh, 22, sorry. Lay hands suddenly on no man. Neither be partaker of other men's sins. This is a very serious warning Paul was giving Timothy that it is possible that as you lay hands on somebody, you begin to partake of the person's sin. But forget about the laying part. What the scripture is revealing is that in the kingdom, it is possible to be a partaker of someone else's sin. It is possible to be a righteous person and suffer for someone else's. That's what Paul said. And he did not even spare Timothy, who was a pastor of a 20,000 seater church in Ephesus. So it is possible. And then we looked for service. We began to consider 
just one man. And I said that if Jonah is in your boat, you cannot pray for that boat not to sink. As you pray under the ministry of mercy, what God will do is to open your eyes to know who Jonah is. You don't throw Jonah out, you go down with Jonah. Are you getting what I'm saying? But I want to show you another guy. That is in the book of Joshua, chapter 7. It's a story you know very well. And third service, I'll go to another guy, yet another guy. So the Bible, so first time, remember, we got to the point where we read Genesis 13, 14, where the Bible says, And God said to Abraham, after Lot has separated, and this is not a call for people to begin to suspect people, we are not even saying that these people are necessarily possessed or anything with them. This is the truth. Anyone that God has not, when you start a business and you say this business belongs to God, God guides it. There are people whose faces it does not want to see in that place. They might be good elsewhere. When they are there, prosperity cannot enter. Are you getting what I'm saying? Abraham is called the father of faith. When Isaac was born, God demanded that a guy and Ishmael must leave the house. Sarah said it, he gripped Abraham. And God told Abraham that one moment Sarah said, just do. Ishmael must not live in this house with Isaac. Was Ishmael possessed? No. There are, it's just a law of the spirit. And remember what I said, evil communication. First Corinthians 15, 33. Corrupt good manner. Good manner does not correct evil communication. Somehow, on this plane, on this plane, the negative, that's why if I ask you to build a TV, many of us cannot, I cannot. But there's none of us that cannot destroy a TV. Just smash it. Into the... You can destroy your phone. But if we ask you to construct your phone or fix it, you can't fix it. I can't fix phone. Maybe you can, but I can't fix phone. But I can destroy one. Just smash it. The negative is easy. Because the whole world is under a curse. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. God began to tell them in Israel, don't let your daughters marry them. Don't marry their daughters. He said, they will cause you to commit sin, to worship idol. When I was there, I began to say, Lord, how about, you said this man should not marry their daughters. What about them marrying the girl and converting the girl? God said, no, it doesn't work that way. And that was the first time he quoted this that evil communication corrupts. Good manner does not correct evil communication. When they come together, it is evil communication that will win. It will soak in. It will corrupt the good manner. And I said, it's very simple. A white shirt cannot, cannot whiten a black charcoal. But a black charcoal will stain the white shirt. So that means if you are white, you are more responsible to be more careful. And there are warnings in the Bible about the fact that a saint must be careful. Being careful, not being fearful. Being careful is part of Christianity. Jesus gave a parable and our Lord said, why men slept the enemy? Yeah. That's why men must not sleep. So if you have a husband, tell him to stop sleeping. The Bible didn't say anything about women sleeping. So you can sleep. So anytime you wake up and your husband is sleeping, tell your husband what the Bible says. Why men slept. So stand up. 
And I say, what about you? Say me, I can't see. The Bible didn't say anything about me. The Bible says, why men? The enemies. So you must not sleep. Some men are looking at their husband. He's been sleeping, right? <laughs> How come the Bible is not saying we should not sleep physically? Jesus slept. Even Jesus slept in the boat. So, of course, he was talking about something bigger. Don't let down your guards. That's what the Bible says, watch and pray. Now, people understand praying, but people don't understand watching. We are told to do the two. Watch and pray. Keep your eyes spiritually open. Ah. As they conquer Jericho, when blessing stops, there is an explanation. For the part of the just, it's a light that shines brighter and brighter. What about, I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. What about his mercy are new every day? So should there be a day, and I'm not a recipient of God's mercy, I need to begin to prove that something is wrong somewhere. Now, this is another example. So first service we read about Jonah. The men tried, they took load and dumped it. They just wasted those load into the sea and the boat was still going down. Jonah helped them. They said, what do we do? He said, just cast me into this sea. The Bible said they didn't want to do it. They were too nice. See, there is a place of be, we, we, being kind. Yes. Somebody say, always saying that being nice is not one of the fruit of the Spirit. It's true. But kindness is a fruit of the Spirit. It does not mean we are hard on other people, but when it comes to taking the shot about your life, if God tells you to move away from somebody, don't apologize. Just go. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is very important. You might calmly explain to the person, oh, we can, you can't live with us. God bless you. If there's another way I can help. It is not, maybe by next week, by the grace of God, we'll begin to get into more spiritual aspects of these things. It's not everybody that can live under your roof and it's not under every roof you can live. In some situations, the anointing and the grace upon your life can repel evil spirit. They are the ones running away. But in some situations, God will warn you that you should move away. You can't be more righteous than the Holy Spirit. There is no thriving church, thriving ministry, thriving family that God has not at one time or the other given them an instruction to let go of some people. From Papa again, whether word of faith, I am telling you, be over nice and destroy your own life. Oh, everybody, you know, and I told them first, I said, when God gives me a message, as I ruminated over, I told leaders this since last week, I told them that, that were here, we started talking along this line last week, and I told them first service. When God said, and yesterday I was just praying and just open Facebook, but randomly, randomly. Pastor Chris, a young message just came out and he was warning the members of the church, be careful who carries your kid. And he was talking about how people are giving money to people in the name of helping them and they enter poverty. Many of you know my friend, Pastor Femi. You know, I mean, my parents stay in a particular city which I don't want to mention. I went to visit them one time. There were many people around them and I gave everybody money. There was... As I entered the car, I knew my spirit that somebody among those people collected it for a wrong reason. I did not say it to anybody because I knew that whatever the person was doing would not affect me. But I came to church here. During the conference, many of the higher grand pastor came here. He's a prophet. 
and he woke up to me outside there and he said that you went somewhere and you gave some money to some people. He said, one of those people took that money somewhere. That the person felt bad that you came, your parents were proud of you and that he, 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 the person did something for poverty, but he can't catch up with you. I said, me myself, I'm a sacrifice. <laughs> But even at that, if the Lord had told me not to, you can't be, faith does not cover whatever the Lord wants you against. Let that soak. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is very important. Ah. See that statement, share it everywhere. Are you getting what I'm saying? The Lord has warned you about something. You want to go down. You are operating by faith. Your faith is blind. And you will get into trouble. Oh, Jesus. Are you, are you following me? Yes, sir. This is important. This is very important. In some situations, you are the owner of your company. And you bring in somebody. And there can be a problem. And in some other case, God will tell you that don't stay in that place. But then for someone else, God will not say that. You see, there are rules based on how God is working in your life part time. Something don't cut your hair. But that didn't apply to other Nazarenes. He was not the only Nazarene in the Bible. His son was his hair. When you are anointed, you're actually going to know areas you cannot cross. There are general things that people pray, they fast, but those are not the exact things making giants. After the fasting and prayer, there are peculiar instructions. You will know your weapon as you walk with the Lord, which will be different from that of someone else. But they are all embedded in scriptures. Let me stop on that one. Like that. Anyway, let's face our guy. So... <laughs> The name of this guy is called Achan. Have you, have you heard about Achan before? So when, they, when Jericho came down, this guy stole something that he wasn't supposed to touch. Joshua chapter 7. Ah, this is... Uh, just like the men of Jonah, they were trying. Jonah said, I feel sorry for all of you. You will just die. Just, uh, Jonah was a very honest person. I'm going to meet him in heaven. He said, just throw me inside this water. Your, your problem will stop. When they threw me inside, there was such a great camp. The Bible said that the men, they were not Christian, but they offered sacrifice. They were moved. That this is strange. Is there somebody listening to me this morning? What is troubling your boats? There can be a presence in your home. As long as that person is there, there will not be peace in that marriage. The person might not even know. I gave some example. I have ministered to a lady before. Every time she was pregnant and they mentioned it to somebody, they lost it. Then one day she decided not to. Nine months and then I dedicated the baby. That's what the Bible said. I watch and pray. As you are praying, be watching. That means observe your life. But one of the things that will happen this morning, which I should just keep to quickly, see, as the, they pray with you, remember last week I told you, 
when the axe head fell, I have to repeat something. I said this was having for the sake of the nature of this service, not really a teaching, so I have to repeat certain things. When the axe head fell on the water and went inside, fell into the water rather, and went down, the guy cried and Elisha said, I only need to ask you, your axe head is like your advantage in life. When all of a sudden, you can't cut trees again. That represents making progress in life. Ask her, you are making way for yourself. Anywhere you go, just keep advancing. But now, if it's missing, things are standing before you and you are defeated. Elisha said to the guy, that guy, that's not the problem. I just need you to do one thing. Show me where it fell. And that is a question that many people cannot answer. Why are they coming down? They do not know a step. In the prophetic attack, there's a revelation of what, where the problem But this morning, there is something beyond the prophetic at times. In the mercy of God, it might not let you know where the, the spots, mercy can cover everything. Yeah. That is the case that you find in James. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders. Let them pray, anoint him with oil. He said the prayer of faith will save the sick man if he has committed the sin. At that time, the man might not remember what he has done, but James said that when the elders are involved, whether he remembers or he does not remember, their prayer of faith they will pray over him, will cover him. That is what is about to happen this morning. Because we are so many. Just, if you want to see, some of you might not feel like talking to any person, you might just want to kneel down the altar and pray. It's allowed. This service will stop I said that we must have 30 minutes between now and next service so that all of you can pray. But if you have learned, all the pastors will stand and directors will try to just tell them, you don't need to go into details. In 10 seconds, tell them, agree with me that this will happen. Be very precise. Or pray for me. I need this condition to get out of my body. It will happen. You know, we have to follow the Spirit. That's why that's the way it's leading us. Go back to that. Uh, uh, let me quickly... <laughs> Your name to him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in their custody. For Achan, the son of Kami, the son of Zabani, the son of Zerah, the tribe of Judah, the way the Bible, they always describe you very well. So they will know that it is you. Because <laughs> there, there might be many Taiwos. But but, but I cannot be. <laughs> so look at how many. Achan <laughs> the son of Kami. <laughs> that sounds like Kamri. <laughs> the son of Zabdi, the son of Zara, of the tribe of Judah, took of their costing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled. Now, let's verse. Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai. Ai was so small compared to Jericho, they just had victory in Jericho. So Joshua just said that victory, uh, how they say it, uh, Aluta continue victory, it is certain. So he just said, go, go, we just conquered Jericho, go for I. And the Bible says, which is beside Beth Bethlehem, on the east side of Bethel, and space said, go view the land, the men went up and view I. Look at what they say after looking at I. They returned to Joshua and said that, let not all the people go up about just 2,000 or 3,000 men. He said, don't let us labor. Don't let us waste soldiers. It's a small country and they were right. 
They went to look at I. Uh -uh. They came back and just saw a few people. They told Joshua, 300,000 soldiers. Don't waste soldiers. 1,000, 2,000 men will do this job. And they were right. But you see, they went up and they fled before the men of high. Next verse. The men of high smote some of them. The Bible says, Wherefore the heart of the people melted and became as water. And Joshua rent and fell on his face on there before the ark until evening. He and the elders of his and they put dust on their head. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord, why has this happened? Why did you make us cross Jordan at all? Next verse. And this is what people do. They are, Lord, what is going on? But they are complaining. And then, oh Lord, what should I say when Israel turned the back before his enemies? We are defeated. And then, verse 10. He began to say, Lord, oh, this and God said, get up. Shut up your mouth. Get up. Wherefore lie down upon thy face? <laughs> his verses, if I was wet, what would pay me more? He was lying down from morning till evening. God didn't speak in the morning. He didn't speak in the afternoon. It was in the evening that God said, oh boy, I went to the door on the floor. <laughs> he said, I'm angry. God said, get up. Israel had sinned. Hi. For time, I can, you can read the rest of the story. When they began to pray, they knew it was Achan. When Achan was taken out, they wasted eye. Somebody's watching me. Even I is defeating you. Situations that you are above. I know somebody walking where they were paying about a million and something happened. They told when they couldn't get another of that, that, that type of job, he went for something lower. Where they were paying the 300,000. Even that one, they insulted him and they didn't give him the job. Then they knew that there was something. See, Satan doesn't deal with people and go. If you don't tell Satan to go, he never goes by himself. Demons are not sympathetic to anybody's situation. They will never say that, ah, but we have done enough now, third generation. They must be stopped. They don't stop by themselves. Hi. Even I. One health situation after another. Even areas where you are strong, now something's beginning to happen again. And God told, said, somebody is in the camp that must be gotten rid of. And they took out Achan. Achan alone brought down the whole company with the Ark of Covenant and everything there. Achan. Well, why didn't God just eliminate Achan? Instead of allowing this guy to draw others down. At times, the gateway that you have opened for the enemy is one association. I'm saying to everybody, see, this are, it has many ramifications. Many ramifications. I know Christians. That's what I've been saying. And I've said this many, many times. And when I say it, I say it as a pastor, but it bites me here. And I'm talking to all the young people who are listening to me. Let me say this again, and those of you that are watching me. If we cannot, you bring a matter about your marriage to us. Our opinions are not important to you. Don't ask me to join you in marriage. Some people listen to some other voices, and it is more important to them than any other voice. And where is the voice leading them? 
You know, you can have ungodly friends who keep telling you, suggesting their own way of treating matters. And that is how you want to treat the matter. But when you stand before a man of God and he shows you from God's word, that will not work. It's what others are saying. Tit for that, 50-50. Give him this, give her this, do this for her, do this. And that's where, no problem. I've been gripped severally in this church by that. People get married and then they by themselves come and meet together. Because when people come to talk to a pastor, what they want the pastor to do is to help them blame the other person. You haven't noticed. That's what happens. Husband and wife. I said the first one to come and report. What he wants, I remember I asked somebody one day, I asked a lady one day, did you do this? Did you do this? You did this? You did this? I said your husband did also thought he was wrong, but you also did this. Are you willing to change? He said, no. Talk to my husband. So what you are saying is that, Pastor, my, I'm commanding you. Don't talk to me. Just help me fix that fellow. I'm not your errand boy. I'm a servant of God. I'm going to tell both of you where I see that you are wrong. Accept or leave it. Shall we rise? Don't worry. I don't have to say everything in one day. Hello, thank you for watching us. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ and by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.